listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. And Michelle is from Phoenix, so it seems likely that we enroll her in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school, seeing as we too are in Phoenix. Three songs. Get two out of three correct, and we'll give you the Doobie Brothers tickets and EP. Awesome. All right, good luck. All right, here we go. We're going to talk about... Now, I don't know if you know this, but the show Hamilton is in town. We were talking about it yesterday because of the uncouth goober who caused a scene on Saturday. All right, Hamilton. But uh, we'll ask you some questions about Alexander Hamilton. Now, Alexander Hamilton was never allowed to attend public school. Why was this? Was it because he had serious B.O.? Was it because his parents were not married? Or was it because he was a big bully and the PTO petitioned to have him banned from the school? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say C. C, that he was an incredible bully? Yes. That is is not true. It's because his parents oh. were not married. Or, as oh. the English would say, Alexander Hamilton was a bastard. A bastard. A bastard. A complete and utter bastard. Here's your next question. Now, Alexander Hamilton was never president of the United States, but he did hold this this position. Was it Secretary of the Treasury, Hall Monitor, or Ambassador to Clitoria? <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> Hall Monitor. <laughs> no, no. He, well, he couldn't have because he wasn't allowed to go to school. So, uh, oh, right. Secretary of the Treasury is the answer. All right, listen, you got to get this answer here, all right? I like the last one, though. All right, here we go. Sure. Here we go. Hamilton was Can you killed. find that on a map? Hamilton was killed by Aaron Burr in a duel. What was the cause of their grudge? Was it because Burr invented the first Yo Mama joke and it was about Hamilton's mother? Was it because Hamilton had an affair with Burr's wife? Or was it because Hamilton used his political sway to screw Burr out of both the governorship of New York and the presidency of the United States? I'm going to go with C. C is correct. That was the meatiest answer, and I, I, I could never have made that up, so... Um, you are correct. Hang on here. We're going to get you all taken care of, okay? Oh, thank you, guys. All right. A little history for you. Yeah, not bad. This is the second day in a row we've, we've made a lot of Hamilton historical references. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We're acting smart this morning. All right. little slight chance of rain today. Maybe a little bit of rain up around 88 degrees, clouds, you know, uh, kind of day we like right now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all right with that. There's only one problem, and that is... More rain? No, more more mosquitoes. <laughs> Still. But, okay. I'm waking up every morning and finding mosquito bites in place. Like, I don't... There's two things that are happening. A, I'm getting a good night's sleep because I don't feel the mosquitoes biting me. But B, I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, what is this thing, this tumor on my thigh? All right, but question. All right. A couple of weeks ago, we discussed this where... I said there are moths all over the place. It's been a big year for moths. I was actually talking to my buddy in Hollywood yesterday online, and he said they have them in, in L.A. too. Hollywood? What wow. are you, big time in me? No, he lives in Hollywood. I, he's right. just not famous. Uh, so <laughs> moths, 
flies, your regular, you know, house oh, flies, yeah. horse flies, Yeah, but they're the, they're the slow, stupid summer flies, though, which is great. Okay. And mosquitoes, they were all like... In, like, triplicate this year. Yes. Well, what we usually have because we've had so much rain. I mean, that's the thing. On the one hand, we're like, God, we really need monsoon. On the other hand, I really hate these bugs. Like, we're never happy. We're never going to be happy. But over the last week or so, last two weeks, fewer moths, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No doubt about that. Uh, flies are down. Number of flies are down. <laughs> I'm just going to let that sit there for a second. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, I think that's happening. I think so, yeah. But the mosquitoes are hanging in there. You know what else are are back, though? Grasshoppers. I'm seeing a lot of grasshoppers all of a sudden. Uh, Grasshoppers are okay because they're not going to bite you and make you itch. Yeah, they're not going to come in your house. Yeah. I believe that in the next few years, as paper magazines become more and more scarce, flies, moths, and mosquitoes will proliferate (laughs) and eventually take over the earth. It's very possible. Yes. That's why I I have, uh, it's funny, I have a citronella candle and I leave it out on my my back deck and the sun melts it during the summertime. Yeah. Because you can't have candles outside in the summer. You need paper magazines to quickly swat the fly. That's what Rolling Stone is for. Yep, very hard to fold up an e-magazine. Yes. (laughs) Extremely difficult. And throwing your Kindle at them gets expensive. (laughs) But I have noticed that. Fewer moths. Yeah. Fewer flies. But the mosquitoes are still there, man. Yeah. They are hard to kill. They're like Matt Damon in the recent True Grit movie, Ever Stalwart, (laughs) always there. I put it on the tee for you, and you didn't go with the Steven Seagal. They are the Steven Seagal (laughs) of insects. They They are are hard to kill. Hard to kill. We were just talking to a bunch of people about various things and and then got this from a, a nice lady named Lois. Hi. Is there somebody that can come downstairs and get a card for you? It was exactly a week ago you got the call. Yeah, actually it was. It was, it was right, yes. around, right around now, a week ago. I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to bring, bring no, up no, a bad memory. I'm no, like, it's right. literally, it was, that call came in literally almost a week to the minute well, that you were informed. And I didn't say anything about it for a while. No, you didn't say anything until like 8 wanna, o'clock. Yeah. And we're talking about my, my father dying, and I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to fall apart. Uh, the same way that this card I just went down and picked up from Lois, I'm not going to open it for a while. I wouldn't either. Because I don't want to look at it yeah. for just, you know, I'm sure I'm going to appreciate it very much. Thank you, Lois, but I don't want to look at it now because i got to concentrate. On, see, it's, it's an interesting it's, thing with you because you are, uh, you, you know, you were very close to your family uh, and you would think at, and I'm not trying to make a joke here, at, at 60 years old, that you would be able to handle the impending loss of your 92-year-old father Even better. Even when and, I knew it was coming. Yeah, and, and yet you just don't. There's no, no. way There's no way to prepare no. for something like that. People are like, well, you know, you knew it was coming. This is, you know, it's probably so you had for time the best. to prepare. Yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. for the best. Like, people say insensitive things like that, and you just, you don't know. You know, yeah, Everybody was... handles it differently, and, and, and you... Anybody can be forgiven for still being affected by it, which is why I hesitated to go, wow, it was literally a week ago. It was more notable for me than it was for you at that moment because you didn't remember. But, yeah, I, yeah, but, right. I, but I did. Well, I was like, oh, man, she just brought that card. I'm like, it's 630 Wednesday. Oh, boy, it was a week ago. Yeah, it was Wednesday. And so yeah. so uh, thanks to Lois for the card. I, I actually got like – so many emails and so many yeah. Facebook messages, which I kind of, you know, that's the way people communicate. Now, I was really surprised by a, a solid group of cards down at the front desk that I got, sympathy cards, which were su- super nice. I've thanked everybody for those. Uh, it surprised me. The whole thing's been that's a really, decorum thing. That's a, I yeah. mean, when I was a kid, you Those, know, again, that's old school. Yeah. One of the I mean, I mean, we always brought you. You had a prayer card. 
if they were yeah. happy, if they were religious, you brought them a prayer card. It was something. It was a certain yeah. prayer that the Catholic Church would say. You go, you get your prayer card. You bring. You actually got the prayer card from the rectory. The Irish, the old Irish immigrant woman with the with the Frankenstein boot would show up. She'd hobble to the door. You go, hey, I need a prayer card for the, the you know McNally family, and she'd go, all right, I'll go get one. Yeah. And you get it, and you give her like two bucks, and it's you know it's a donation to the church, but. You get your prayer card. Quick quick story from when I was leaving Boston to come back here, and I needed to get a, a ride early, early in the morning. So Uber is not dependable where my mom lives. There's just sure. nothing going on there. Yeah. So I got what they call a livery service, which is, you know, a car, a car service. You have to order it the night before. So It's like it's like getting a limousine, but it's not as quite as as. No, it's just a regular car. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's just and driving. The d- driver was named Dave. Super nice guy. We start talking. He says, you know, what brought you out this way? And I said, well, you know. My my father passed away and everything, and um, yeah, I need I I start talking about it, and I told him that my dad got hit by a car when he was eighty years old, and he never really quite you know he he never really came all the way back from that. You know, he died at ninety two, but those last you know the last decade was not as party as the previous ones well that hurts i mean getting hit by a car hurts <laughs> and, I, and i imagine you know i mean i you know i have back problems and they're not gonna get better and he said uh he goes oh he goes same kind of thing happened to my father-in-law's father he fell out of a tree when he was 80 wait what <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> and I, I go you got to tell me that story he goes yeah he was an active he was a big hunter and he was duck hunting oh right he fell out of a duck blind right and landed. So 80 years old yes. and, and still climbing trees. Yes. Good for him. And so at a family function after the guy passed away, um, I think it was for somebody's anniversary or something like that. Somebody made a toast and said, I remember the family rule, no climbing trees after the age of 80. So, wow. And was, yeah, it, was, it was the a father, fun story. Was the father there when that when they were made that rule? Uh, I don't know. Because I'm not sure that's funny to him. The, um, <laughs> the Well, the, actually, the guy who died from falling out of the tree or never re- quite recovered from it, years later, he passed away, you know, from these lingering injuries. Uh-huh. And his one, some of his last words were he pulled his son close and said, don't climb trees when you're very old. Well, that's just good, solid advice. It I is think. good advice. I don't climb trees now. <laughs> so. so you got a head start on that. Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. Hey, everybody, this is Essie. And it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Mike from Phoenix on the phone with us, and we're going to play Time Out for Spanish for that family four-pack of passes to Tall Machaw Farms. Mike, we'll give you a Spanish phrase, then it's your job, your duty, to translate it from the three choices we give you. Are you ready? <laughs> you said duty. Oh, yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. All right, Mike, here comes your Spanish phrase. Nunca se interponga entre un perro y la boca de incendios. Did you hear that? Mike, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, you call it nagging, I call it, listen to what I said the first time. <laughs> nah. B, you know when you put your stick in a water and it looks bent? That's why I never take baths. <laughs> or C, never stand between a dog and the fire hydrant. Which one is it? I got to go with C today. Yes. C, Mike. Well done. Excellent. You heard the word pero. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal.
100.7 KSLX. Brian Adams, a, a guy who not only had a, a nice run of hits himself, he also wrote a bunch of stuff for other people. I wonder, how much does Brian Adams make every year just sitting at home having checks come into his mailbox? That's an interesting question because I think it's time to play the Mark and Neanderthal soon-to-become-famous game called How Much Do You Make? We like this game. This is kind of a fun one. How much do you People are very candid about what they make. Yeah. How really much are. do yeah. you yeah. make? How much do you make? How much do you make? All right, so here's how it works. Uh, you give us a call at 480-470-KSLX. Uh, Mark and I will ask you a series of questions. Oh, we don't know how many. We, we, we like to say five, but it's as many as we really feel like doing. Because sometimes whatever you're doing seems very interesting to us. You tell us what you do, yeah. and then we'll ask you a series of questions, and we'll try to ascertain what you make. And again, you don't have to tell us your name or anything like that, so you stay anonymous, which was what makes this thing work. But you know what I'm going to ask this guy first off? Which is what? Hey, what's your name? David. Oh. Tell us what you do for a living. I'm a registered radiologic technologist. All right, so you basically, you're, you're an x-ray technician, right? Uh, x-ray technologist, yes, sir. Okay, how long have you been doing it? About 40 years. 40 years. Do you work in a hospital or a private practice? Right. No, I work at a hospital. It's part of a network. It's a smaller community hospital that I work at. Have you ever used a lead-lined bib to eat lobster? (laughs) (laughs) No, can't say I've done that. Okay. All right. So you've been doing it for 40 years, x-ray technologist. Mm -hmm. Um, I am going to guess you are somewhere in the neighborhood of $82,000 a year. I was going to say $78,000. Sounds about right to me. How are we doing? Uh, You're in the ballpark. Are we close to your base salary without overtime or manpower hours? Uh, well, the base salary also includes being on call, so I would have to say that that would include uh, some callback. How much but, overtime uh, do you get a year? Last year I made $25,000 in overtime. All right. This year I've only made about six. All right, so what's All right, it- so you're looking at about anywhere from seventy to 75000 base salary, correct? Uh, Plus a little bit more than that, yeah. All right. So, so what is your base salary? My base salary is about uh, ninety-two. So you made ninety-two last year as a base salary, and you're probably over a hundred with overtime. Uh, probably so, yes, sir. All right, thank you. All right, well, that's cool. Nice, thank you. You're welcome. Right, so- I, I, you know, I, I find it interesting. I don't want to belabor the point, but. There's a big difference between seventy-five thousand and ninety-two thousand. No, I mean, it's a, it's a significant yeah. difference, and, and it's almost a twenty thousand dollars difference. That's almost another position. And if he made ninety-two last year, plus the twenty-five in overtime, he said that's that's one hundred and seventeen thousand, which is you know w- well above and he said one hundred thousand. But he did say his base is ninety-two, and he only made about six this year, yeah. so he's only at about at about a hundred thousand. He's crawling to a hundred k. I don't year. know if he's going to be able to make his rent. I, th- I well, you know, it used to be. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It used to be a hundred thousand dollars seemed like a lot of money. It it doesn't anymore. It, when you it, when I hear what some people are making, things are more expensive now. I mean, if you but go I back also and- I also overestimate everybody's salary. I think jobs should pay more than they do. I should run for office. And it also <laughs> yeah, and it also depends where you live too. It used uh, to be yeah. su- it used to be super cheap to live here. Yes, yeah. that was my impression. Yeah, but it, you know, with the median price of houses going up a hundred thousand dollars in just the last year, it's not so super cheap to live here anymore. Not anymore. That is uh, how much do you make?
100.7 KSLX with Motley Crue. Nikki Six from Motley Crue just sold his breathtaking home in California for $5.18 million. Well, that's because so, he's not going to be able to work for another year, year and a half, because that stadium tour is not happening, and the promoters are hanging on to all the money for the pre-sold tickets. Now, They're not paying true. the bands yet. They're not paying any money out. But uh, we don't know what he makes a year, but obviously he has made quite a bit at a certain time. So let's do one more segment of... All right, we'll play the game once again. How much do you make? We'll ask you uh, what your job is and a couple of questions, then try to guess what your salary is at 480-470-KSLX. All right, what do you do? I am a payables processor for an insurance brokerage. Big company or independent company? Um, independent company. Okay. How long have you been doing it? Um, just since February. Would okay. You- this is your first job in the industry? Uh, no. What would you describe again what the job is? Is it basically you're, you're chasing the bills? Basically, yeah, I'm I'm making sure that carriers get paid once the insureds uh, pay their bill. Gotcha. Okay. I basically deal with the carriers if it's if the payments are late. So, are I'm you? Would you say you're mid level management? Uh, yeah. You've been in the business for a while. Did you get poached from another company? Did you? Was this a move up for you? Um, no, actually, um, I used to be a controller for a company. Like I was the only, I was the accountant for the company. So now I'm just kind of a spoke in the wheel. All right. I'm going to take a shot in the dark here and say 77 grand. I'm going to guess not far off. Um, I'm going to guess, uh, maybe, maybe 65 grand. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Okay. That's a, I make more money laugh. Yep. No, no, it's not. Oh, no? Okay. I wish I made what you guys are talking about. So that's a you guys don't have a clue laugh. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. So tell us. Um, Well, officially it's 42,000, but we also have unlimited overtime because we're just beyond busy. So I actually sat and figured it out when the first time I heard you guys doing this, because I thought, what do I actually make for real? <laughs> and it's, it's closer to like 65,000. 65, you said? Okay, yeah, because you, cause you're so swamped. Yeah. Yeah, because I work, I easily work 55 to 60 hours a week. So you're working, so you're working 50% more than a 40 hour week and making about 50% more than your salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, there you go. Fifty-five thousand or sixty-five thousand, about, but starting at forty-two thousand. That's a lot of OT to log in there. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, you know, is it straight time OT or is it time and a half for overtime? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what that is. I, don't, I get if it's a salaried or I don't know how they work that. You know, I, don't, I, I, I don't know that industry. I don't know that I've ever made a dime of overtime in my life. I don't think I've ever had a job that applied with that. I did. Um, I worked for Leechmere, which was like a, uh, you know, it's like a, a Dillard's, you know, Sears, that type of department store sort of thing. And if you worked a Sunday, it was, I think it was a Massachusetts blue uh-huh. law. Yeah. If you worked a Sunday, they had to pay you time and a half. And if you worked a holiday, you had to pay time and a half. Now, when you're making three sixty five an hour... You know, that's some that's some righteous bucks you're As, talking about. You're talking about almost six bucks an hour now. As Piccoli would say, yeah. righteous bucks. <laughs> Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. 
And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to. Time for us to point out the stupidity of others as opposed to our own, and that's why we present the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. So everybody likes to go a little crazy, let it all hang out on a Friday night, right? That's the night to do it. But 37-year-old Matthew Williamson of Pleasant Grove, Alabama, really took things to the extreme about a week ago. That's right down the street from Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> Matthew started the evening by stealing a car. Oh, well, that's a nice way to start the night. Well, yeah. he, d- he didn't have it for long. Police rounded Matthew up, took him to the county jail. Less than two hours later, after posting a signature bond and walking out of jail, Matthew was again driving around in another stolen car. This time he stole it while he was in Hueytown. Ooh, perfect town name for Alabama. And we're living here in Hueytown. Matthew wound up just ditching that car, and police didn't even know about that until a few days later when they crossed paths with Matthew again. Oh, look at him. So Matthew is what we call a recidivist? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This time it was the following Wednesday, and Matthew had broken into the concession stand at the local athletic complex. Well, maybe he was just looking for a burger or maybe some cotton candy. I think you're pretty close. I ain't mad at him. Police were called, but they missed Matthew again. Oh, no. Until the following morning when they were called once again uh, about a person sleeping in the press box of the athletic complex. Yep. Yep. This person was Matthew, who was asleep on top of a pile of chicken fingers, (laughs) chips, and candy. Joker. Joker. And and a triple. triple. All right. And Matthew was also sleeping on top of a large supply of meth. It's the only thing he didn't steal. It's another fine meth he's gotten himself into, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Not only taking drugs, but he's not eating well either. No, I would say not. But he is getting his beauty sleep, so that's good. Matthew Williamson right there. You're Mark and Neanderthal, dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Yes, and that story and the dumbass of the day is sponsored by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson at arrowheadharley.com. I don't know if anybody saw the the Will Smith stuff that's been going around. I don't know if he has a book coming out. He's got something coming out because he's been in all over the place lately. And he was talking about when he was younger, one of his dreams was to have a sort of a celebrity harem of girlfriends mm-hmm. headed up by Halle Berry. He and his wife. Well, that's, that's not that's not a, an exclusive not crazy. dream. I think a lot no. of people have that dream. Yeah, nothing crazy about nothing that. wrong with that at all. Man, I he get was, that. He was saying traveling with like twenty girlfriends. That's a little extreme. I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> but by the way, he's uh, his his wife is is no is no well, chopped liver or Jada Pinkett. No, Smith she's is beautiful. Beside. Yeah, she's beautiful, especially in the Nutty Professor. 
No, no, she's yeah, she's yeah, beautiful. She, yeah. When she was dating Sherman Clump, if you remember, yeah, yeah she's a good looking, uh, good looking woman. And I, I saw her on tour uh, in the early two thousands uh, with her band Wicked Wisdom. They were on Ozfest. Huh. Yeah, she's a musician too. Okay. Yeah. Well, they have they have somewhat of an open marriage there, and they're open well, about that. They've been, you know, they. Why do you say that? Because she was have their dalliances. You know? She was engaging in in uh, yeah. um, in very social relationships during that tour. I guess they're free to do that. Whatever works for you, you yeah. know. But um, if a celebrity like Will Smith, you know, is would that be a celebrity hall pass if he's already a celebrity, or if or is it just a hall pass? Well, I got to wonder. Like, do you do celebrities? Like, does, like for us, for you and me, like it's always, you know, you see someone on TV and you go, oh my God, if I can only have one night, <laughs> one you know, night. like if I could get, see, I don't have to worry about that because I, I go home to an empty house every <laughs> night and it's not sad at all. Um, <laughs> but you got to wonder if, do celebrities want to, do they have regular, bed, do they want to bed other celebrities or athletes or something like that? Or is it like, hey, honey, like Will and Jada are sitting yeah. there, hey, Will, uh, if you could have anybody that isn't me, who would it be? And it's like, I don't know. I, Girl in the drive-through at Starbucks is pretty cute. Yeah. Do they have reg- regular people hall passes? Yeah. yeah. You know, is it be you know, weird? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Joe's uh, the woman who lives down the street from Joe. Is who, you know? See, is that's that scarier. What Will Smith I think. Says, or I, is he? Or is he? You know, does it? Are all his hall passes with celebrities? I did have one when I was married. Yeah. Um, who's your celebrity? My ex. Pass? My ex-wife and I. This is the funny part about it because this just shows you. Other than marrying me, my ex-wife made some stupid decisions in her life. She actually agreed to this. Um, her hall pass was either, I don't know, it was either Keanu Reeves or Antonio Banderas. I wasn't paying attention because she agreed to my hall pass, which would have been Shania Twain. Now, what she didn't realize is at the time I worked for a radio company that had five radio stations in the building, not unlike what we have here, two of which were pop, you know, top 40 stations and country stations, both of which Shania Twain had the potential to visit. So one of the good things about the celebrity hall pass is you have to have the opportunity to cross paths with the celebrity. I agree. To, I agree to anything. Yeah, because I'm well, going to run into Shania Twain, and she's going to be like, "Oh yeah, yeah I got to have yeah. some of that." Yeah, is that going to happen? As Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> would say to Bobby Heenan, <laughs> "Highly unlikely, brain." brain. Yeah, but, but the potential was I had a better chance of cashing in my granted, hall pass than, yes. than she did. Yeah. All right, uh, but, which was no chance whatsoever. Let's ask, what, who's your celebrity hall pass? Who would it be? You know, you and your husband agree. Uh, mine would probably be Chris Hemsworth. Ah, Thor. Yep, that's a man, popular. Yeah, he's really ugly. Yep, um, gross. <laughs> who would your Who would your husband's be? Who's the mom? What's the mom's name that played on um, Bates Motel? He he likes her a oh, lot. Do you talk about Vera Formiga? Mm. I think so. Yes. Oh, yeah. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. she's very interesting looking. Yeah. yeah, she's not hot, but she's not unattractive. She's sneaky hot. Right. Yeah, sneaky hot. There's sneaky hot. Something yeah. about her that he really likes. Yeah. Her eyes. So maybe that's what it is. I yeah. don't know. She has weird eyes. Well, thank you for checking in. All right, uh, Vera Formiga. Yeah, she's cute. And, and she's, she's uh, very cute. Chris Hemsworth. So if you don't know the the concept of the Hall Pass, they had a movie about it with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, it's, it's when the, you can get away from you're in a marriage, but you get a mulligan, if you, you will. You each agree. It's it's you agreed agree. between you and your spouse. It's not a swinging, and it's not an open relationship. Right. It's a one time deal. It's a get out of jail free card, right, for sex. So. All right, I'll, you know. Do you have one? What, do you mean aside from <clears throat> German Chancellor Angela Merkel? Well, duh. <laughs> I do, as a matter of fact. I'll tell you what. Let's open up the phones. All right, sure. Your celebrity yeah. hall passes, you and your spouse. I don't have one anymore because Shania Twain is, is gone out of, the, out of the game. This close.
like Stevie Nicks back in the day would have spawned many requests for celebrity hall passes. I would think so, yeah. You know, and I say back in the day, knowing full well that whatever physical prime I may have had is far, far in the past. <laughs> no, I, so, you know, no, I mean, we're, we're just, you know, kind here's of, the thing. We're, I, yes, we're judging. We're being superficial, but, you know. I will everyone. be honest with you. I, we joke about it all the time, but I think Helen Mirren is better looking in her 70s than she was in her 20s. Um, I, I think that's open for debate, but she looks fantastic. Still. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. Stunningly yeah. beautiful. Stunningly attractive. So, I, you know, age has nothing to do with it. Um, how, how, here's one. A woman just phoned in. Christopher Maloney. Do you know who that is? Christopher Merloney. No, Maloney. M-E-L-O-N-I. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Yeah, from uh, Law & Order SVU. I still believe it's M-E-R-L-O-N-I, but I know who you're talking about. Either way, Elliot Stabler, Detective Stabler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah he, and, and he's a weird-looking guy. It's just He's just like one of those guys that I would never never pick out right. like, that, a, that a woman would. Like, my, my wife's celebrity hall pass would be Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's— a, I get that. That's going to pop up a lot. He has, uh, he has absolutely—he has absolutely aged well. He's one of those guys. You know who I think, You're right, by the way, on that spelling. You know who I think would be mine? Um, Jennifer Garner was in there, especially with her role as Peppermint, the worst, greatest movie ever. Mm. Uh, but Rosario Dawson. Interesting. Has always been, yeah, yeah, there's one for you. So, hmm. all right, let's get. I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on board, and this will be an interesting one because uh, I can't remember her name right now. Uh, Rene Russo. Rene Russo, yeah. there's something about Rene Russo that just that the does fabulous it for hair, and she. But the thing is, she's like under the radar. She's very yes, cute, right? Exactly. But under the radar, yeah. and I like that. I don't yeah. like my last my last girlfriend. If I can brag a little bit, had a little bit of a uh, Kate Hudson thing going. Uh-huh. It was good. She was very adorable. Kate really very, pretty. Yeah. Very adorable. Yeah. All right. So uh, celebrity hall passes. Go ahead. Um, mine would be Tommy Shaw. I love him. <laughs> From Sticks. Uh, interesting. Huh? Yeah. What about your husband? Yeah. His would be Olivia Newton-John. Hmm. Yeah, mine would be Selma Hayek, mm-hmm. and my wife's would be Rod Stewart. Mine would be Mila Kunis. This is Pete the driver, by the way. Oh, okay. all right, Pete. So yours is Mila Kunis. Your wife knows this. What's hers? Hers is Brad Pitt. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I guess women consider him good-looking. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you later. Uh, thanks. He, he 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 is aging into a into a young. I mean, not much younger, but a young Robert Redford. He looks a lot like a young yeah. Robert Redford now. You, you know, it's funny. middle aged Robert Redford period. That would be probably my wife's second. When we went to see we went to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in the movie theater, and there's a scene where he's fixing a TV antenna on the roof, and he takes his shirt off. Uh huh. And my wife was like. Oh my God, is he good looking? <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what guys say whenever they talk about Brad Pitt. You know he has bad skin, right? <laughs> that's, right. That's, that's their way to try and knock Brad Pitt down a patch. Like that. Like that's going to do it. That's right. <laughs> and the guy can act too. That's yeah, a, yeah. Talented and good yeah. looking. I hate yep. him already. Yep. He's done nothing wrong. By the way, I would just like to say, I was on board with his first choice, Jennifer Aniston versus. Um, what's her name? Yeah, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. I, yeah. I think there's a lot of guys who would agree with that, yeah, yeah. I being one of them. Yeah. So here, it's funny because I, I now want to revise my hall pass, but I don't really need one because I'm not married anymore. But somebody actually brought up, I don't know if it's it's uh, the round of, of people that we have recorded, but somebody mentioned Linda Carter, who I think is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, ever. 
ever. And like I, when you sit back, like when we talked about what's the greatest song ever recorded, I have a hard time figuring that out. What's your favorite band? Can't tell you. What's, you know, your favorite movie? You know, who's your favorite uh, Beatle? That kind of thing. Most beautiful woman I've ever seen, local girl right here in Arizona. Linda Carter is by far the perfect specimen, See, female specimen I've ever laid eyes on. Mine would have like 1970s era Raquel Welsh. Would be very similar, very now, similar look. Again, now, you know, she's a bit older now, so I've moved on with a, a different celebrity. Wow, past. wow. But so it, when she gets old, you just discard her? But You're uh, a monster is what you are. But saying all that, I, if I was ever anybody's hall pass selection, <laughs> I'm betting that they've moved on Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I love over my, the last 15, 20 years. What I love is when people point out somebody, you know, being attractive and then they're past, quote unquote, past their prime, but they come back with still wood. Okay, that's yeah, flattering. Sure. That's that's much no. more. Like somebody just said, I look like, a, 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 you know, they were talking about several celebrity similarities, that I look like somebody named Aaron Rod. Do you know who that is? No. He's a famous, I guess, famous, I'm using the bunny quotes, uh, atheist podcaster, and he's goofy looking. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That's a very kind Yeah, yeah, no, I'd say it's, it's always. Very, very nice, very yeah. flattering. So, um, yeah, we've had a, di- uh, let, let, let's get a few of them here. Sure, okay. Uh, just different celebrity hall passes, meaning, you know, you and your spouse agree, hey, if you ever run into this like i used to i used to know somebody her celebrity hall pass was david lee roth like back in the back in the early van halen days oh okay you know, well, that yeah was, that, that, that makes was sense. her deal with her husband right all so. right well that sort of makes sense I, I i get that david lee roth back in his prime was probably a fairly a fairly attractive man i mean like, i don't know but like the, yeah no yeah, the, he, I, I he, he would be a guy who would have attracted a lot of women absolutely days, sure so, so okay celebrity hall passes let's go yeah tom Selleck for my sister linda carter for me Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. this is a brother and a sister calling right now? Yeah. Okay, so why do you guys need a hall pass? I was going to say that. <laughs> Are you guys, is I, this coming from Apache Junction? Yeah. <laughs> Funny, my boyfriend's is Shakira, mm. and um, mine is like the perfect man. It's the body and and the face and whatever he sings. I just want to melt. <laughs> Ricky Martin. <laughs> Ricky Martin. All yeah, right. That's, well, you're gonna have uh, a that's tough road Martin. ahead of you. Yeah, that's real. That's uh, <laughs> you missed that target. Yes, yeah, quite a, a bit. A lot of lot of tough road yeah. ahead of you. So, <laughs> yeah, that one. I tell you. That's like I told you. I have I have a weird crush on Jane Lynch. Okay, and yeah, uh, you know, good, we, good, good luck with that. We got yeah. We started talking about this because Will Smith and his and his wife have this open marriage, so they can they can act, you know act out their celebrity hall passes if they can if they can pull it off. But so I mean, so many weird ones. Like one guy called in. His was Bruce Willis's girlfriend. In the movie Pulp Fiction. I don't even know her name, and I've I never yeah, yeah. seen her in another movie yeah. before or after that movie. That was Lemon Pie. Yeah, and, you know, she's... The little, the little French girl, yeah. She's more of an acquired taste for me. That's not exactly my She looks my like type. a Cupid doll. Yeah. I, I'm, not try, I'm not ripping on her. I no, mean, that's no. just sort of, that's the, that's, if you've, you know those little dolls that used to be in the toilet paper roll at your grandmother's house <laughs> that they put the crocheted dress on? That's yeah. what she looks like. She looks like one of those. And I'm not ripping on her. I'm, no, not, no. I'm just trying to give people a frame of reference if they don't right. know who the woman is. And another woman called in and said hers was, and she, she said the name, which I don't remember yeah, right now. It's a guitar now. player said, for Sister Hazel. Yeah, we said, who is that? And she said, it's the guitar player for Sister Hazel. Yeah. Right. If you remember that band, they had like one hit in the mid 90s, and I guess they still are something of a cult favorite. 
Rogers. You see, that's the great thing. If you're in a band, it doesn't matter how obscure you are. You're still going to be able that's to get right. tricks. Yeah. That is yeah. right. All right, so let's do uh, Mark and Neanderthal's timeout for Spanish, shall right. we? Sure. We'll move from the the childish to the slightly less childish. Yes, but a little more racist. Right. Family four-pack of passes for Talmachoff Farms, Pumpkin Days, and Corn Maze, plus AZ Field of Screams for the older kids. That's our prize for timeout for Spanish, which I don't consider it racist at all. No, no, it's diversity. Yeah. It's educational diversity. We're trying to improve people's language skills. Going bilingual here. Yeah. We're helping educate as well as entertain. And I think our our phone line, our request line has been resurrected. We well, our, our phones are up and running, so why not take a shot at it and uh, and put Jeff against Mark in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge? If Jeff, if you're willing to play. I'm willing to play. All right. Well, we're a little late for school today, but we will put you through the test. I'm going to ask you the same five questions I ask Mark. Um, whoever gets more right will graduate from the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. First things first, let's kick Mark out of the studio. Hey, Mark, get on out of here. Wow, he said that was a thought tie. Because I'm thought tie. We got a lack of communication, total lack of respect. Lack of it. You've got to get him. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, Jeff, I'm going to start off with question number one. Seems like the good place to go. Which Beatles song contains the lyric, When I was young, so much younger than today? Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, I don't know that one. Question number two, whose phone number is 8675309? That, that's James. Question number three, what band can perform brain salad surgery? Oh, yeah, I don't know that one either. <clears throat> Question number four, who is Grace Slick? Say that again? Who is Grace Slick? Yeah, I don't know that one either. Question number five, who didn't get their wish when they said, hope I die before I get old? Oh, yeah, I don't know that one either. All right. Well, let's see how you do when Mark returns. Mark, you got to do better than two. Okay. All right. I think I can do this. And we'll see how it goes. He's getting cocky now. <laughs> Question number one, which Beatles song lyric contains, when I was young, so much younger than today? That's from the song Help. It's one nothing. Question number two, whose phone number is 8675309? That would be Jenny. Mm-hmm, Jenny. It's two to one. Question number three, what band can perform brain salad surgery? Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. It's three to one. Question number four, who is Grace Slick? She was the lead singer of the Jefferson Airplane and then Jefferson Starship for a while. It's four to one. Question number five, who didn't get their wish when they said, hope I die before I get old? The singer would be Roger Daltrey. Writer would be Pete Townsend, the who. Yeah, he just got everything in there. So that's a sweep. Unfortunately, you know what you have to say now, don't you? Yeah, my name is Jeff, and I flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge, but at least I kept the segment alive. You did, and, and we appreciate <laughs> you for doing that, Jeff. You the positive spin on a very negative performance. That's right. We'll be we'll be back with the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge tomorrow at its regular time, right at 9 o'clock. Oh, boy, are you late for work. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? 
You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic Pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to.